0: right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. We hope that you enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Welcome to episode 380 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill, admin on the message board. Today I've got Lonnie, St. Louis KISS. Hello. Who day? What happened today?
1: Oh, it's not good on Sunday. I'm in a much better place than I was on Sunday night. I was, it was not good Sunday
0: night. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you've recovered. Uh, uh, Tampa had a pretty shitty day too. So. They lost. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Let's let's leave that one there. Um, Ken, 69 Blizzard Voice of Reason, of course. Hello. Uh, did you? And I don't know if anyone cares. Buster Posey just retired.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. I heard that. Well, he's going out on a
0: high point, 107 wins and the Braves win. All right, congratulations, Atlanta. All right, so our show today, we're going to go through from the armchair, from the peanut gallery, the grumpy old men on the Muppet Show, um, and do our review of the songs performed on the Kiss Cruise. Kiss Cruise 10, of course, concluded two days ago, so most folk are back home. You're starting to see a plethora of video uploads hitting... Uh, YouTube. I want to give a big shout-out to people like Joe, Mike Brunn, um, other Mike, people who've been putting video up on YouTube during the freaking cruise, and some of them live-streaming these events as well. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for sharing with us who weren't there all that great content, regardless of how we analyze these sets today uh, as people who weren't even there. It's a vastly different experience to be standing on the poop deck uh for a sail (laughs) away show whether it's acoustic whether it's electric whether it's whatever and then being in the audience at either of those theater shows and having gone on the cruise i i will say and lonnie obviously you did as Mm -hmm. well it's more than just the music when you go on the cruise it's the people it's the activity it's the vibe it's the bacon um Mm-hmm. the Kiss Cruise is more than just the shows but the shows themselves are fantastic. Bruce will talk about I haven't seen anything of Black and Blues yet and they played three times so I want to see some of that. Mm-hmm. I want to see some of the Reich stuff as well and of course the Talisman because there were a lot of bands. Uh, Clydeo who that was a powerful, powerful uh, female vocalist <laughs> running them, who I believe was on Ace's Anomaly album in 2009 uh, with Monique, the two kid voices. So let's jump straight in. Uh, first of all, let's just go around. What what was the show that wins it for you for this cruise? What is the standout? And then we're going to go by uh, through each one of the uh, the primary performances. Lonnie?
1: Um, for me, it's at first... it's. I guess it's the first night that that Bruce played. Bruce, to me, has just stolen the show the last few years. That he's and he's done the curse, just continuing to wave the banner for for his era of the band and and you know for his brother's era of the band too with, with stuff off of Paul Silva I'm Not Alive too. Um, Bruce just amazes me with the stuff that he pulls out. It, I mean, and not, not to take anything away from, from the first electric show that KISS played, because we'll, we'll, and we'll get into that as well, but the, the stuff Bruce has done is just, continues just to blow my mind every time I see those sets come across. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um,
0: Ken, what about you? Any of these particular sets uh, jump out at you as a clear winner for your
2: tastes? Uh, I mean, I like both. I, I do like the, the Kuluk stuff. I mean, I thought that was really good. I watched a whole bunch of that. Um, but uh, it's always, you know, great watching kiss uh, live and and when they pull out some of the the songs we never or rarely hear or never have heard live that's pretty exciting um, even though you know maybe it's just like you know a few songs like that um, it's really exciting to see them you know play those songs and it's like oh you know this is and 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 they sound well for the most part most of them sounded really darn good still so
0: Yeah, we'll get into the details on on some of the specifics of the songs. I I mean, when I saw the first set list um, basically come in and I saw people watching the Sail Away show, I was like, damn, I took the refund. Um, (laughs) And then when they went indoors, Kiss, that is, for the first show, I was like, I took the refund. And then I was like, oh, wait, I probably would have ended up at the second show. Okay, I'm cool. (laughs) Um, I I got the refund. And then I saw Paul's guitar design because I had uh, ordered that as well. as the first order of the Paul custom uh, guitar with uh, the cruise artwork, I believe. Um, I took the refund on that. And Mm -hmm. it looks great again, you know, so kudos to the team for doing that. But Bruce, as you've both said, is carrying the banner. And he's extended that banner now to include Vinny, since Vinny's not exactly out there, um, you know, playing music for people to hear outside Mm -hmm. of those who attend his events. So uh, obviously kicking off his two sets with Exciter was just a nice way for him to embrace. He said, I'm going to carry the banner now, just not for my own era. But for the unmake up air, the unmasked air. Uh, so kudos to Bruce for that. Let's start with the Sail Away show. Um, that was the first musical event on the cruise, I believe, on the 29th of October. My initial impression of that was wow, it's down to 12 songs. That that seemed really Let's short. smaller. But yeah. in ter- And it also wasn't acoustic. It was originally scheduled to be um, in the acoustic format, but they, they went out and did electric. Um, so I, I did see Gene with acoustic basses. So I don't know what the deal is with that and why that was switched over. Mm. Uh, but a very short set in some ways. But I thought it was also a great set. Again, these are songs with the exceptions of Tears Are Falling and Heavens on Fire that you're not hearing during the current... Oh, and Calling Dr. Love. That you're not... Really hearing on the uh, the right. current tour, I haven't heard in a while. So I think from that perspective, mm-hmm. it's a you know a great selection of stuff. And you know what? I think we can forgive them performing Tears of Falling and Heavens of Fire because Bruce joined them. So right. you know, Lonnie, what were that, yeah. some of the high points and low points for that um, that Sail Away show for you?
1: Well, the low point the low point for me was was the 12 songs. Was, um, when I saw that, I was really kind of taken back that they only played 12 songs. It made me go back to look at the set list of the crews that I went on. They played like, like 20 plus songs for their, their sail away that night. I was like, you know, I, w- I would have been really disappointed. I would have been disappointed with the shortened set list for only 12 songs, but you know, you look at them and, and it is going blind and plaster caster and love her all I can. I mean, that, that's, that's great. And then seeing Bruce up and having Bruce come up there and do two songs, excuse me, with them and a, and a five man kiss. That's, that's, that's pretty rare and pretty, pretty cool. That's, a real treat for the people that got to go on it, um, to see him up there with the band. You know, that's something we talked about when they announced the end of the road tour that we'll, will well they have guest appearances and and you know we haven't up until up until now, especially you know in, even in the arena shows. But I mean, but this is what we had talked about, what a special guest appearance would look like, is, is a Bruce Kulick coming up and doing, "Heavens on Fire," "Tears Are Falling," something from his era. You know, um, you know, still hopeful that we get something like that in our arena, you know, type format, but. And the list is good. You know, there, there's some standards in there that maybe I don't need to hear on the cruise, like calling Doctor Love, and, and and to an extent shocked me. And I, I don't know if I really need to hear that on the cruise. Pull out something to, pull out something just not really deep into the bag, but just a, just a little deeper in the bag than those two songs. But for the most part, for the songs themselves, not a big complaint. Just the the, the shortness of it.
0: I don't recall. I know you've mentioned it previously, but was your Sail Away show electric or acoustic? You were, you were. What, it was when three,
1: two, and it was acoustic.
0: Yeah. So first four were all acoustic. So, yeah. you know, kind kind of neat on that. But Ken opening up with Going Blind. I mean, yeah, uh, What what's okay. the voice of reason got to say about this Sail Away set?
2: Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's a good set. Again, it's like Lonnie said, and it's it's a short set. <laughs> and i guess he had like you said 20 plus songs when he saw saw you know back a long time ago um and and maybe you know back then they were winging it a little bit more and they probably did some songs like half you know halfway through and stuff like that um which is it's kind of goes back to the kiss conventions that's how those were um they were they they attend they had certain songs they would go all the way through then there's other songs they would you know attempt to go all the way through or they get only a little part part of the way through and then they'd have to you know quit and go on to another one um but so i think it's today they figured out oh, let's just do you know make it more structured and that's what they're doing here um though you know i'm thinking they, they could have done you know a, at least a few more songs maybe put up to 15. um but but yeah, going Go on blind one of my favorites, uh, um, and you know they did a lot of you know great songs that I like, you know like Plasticaster. And, and so I Love Rock Hands, a really great song. Uh, I think we talked about Christine 16 like a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. I don't know. I mentioned that that they that, that, should bring that thing back. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a good little set. Um, it was enjoyable, you know, watching it on on the video. So. Uh, other than it, again being short and you know they could have put a few more in there otherwise it was you know really good
0: yeah that was a massive sacrifice joe streaming that live mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. again really cool. because you actually stood there during your cruise uh, streaming it for people like us so i want to run through some yeah. stats on this so going blind obviously that's a wild opening and i was like what are they yeah, doing kind did, of weird. did we met did he start the stream late and only later on i went back and and uh listened to it and you know <laughs> no coming home i was like i thought that was the theme of the cruise what's wrong with you people um but going yeah, blind, that that's they changed it up. When's the last time Kiss opened a set with Goin' Blind? Um, Ever. Yeah, probably <laughs> Rainbow Days, one of those few performances. Maybe. Yeah, so that one's... Um, I, I did a little bit of math on this for the discussion. For the 10 KISS cruises, there have been 30 KISS performances, whether it's acoustic electric uh, in the theater and whatnot. So I wanted to see how rare are some of these songs. Going Blind has been performed 10 times out of those 30 possible maximum slots. So that puts it in the lower half in terms of rarity, which is good. Plastercaster, 9 out of 30. So I thought that was more common. I was wrong. It's not a very common song when yes. it comes to the cruise. Uh, Got to Choose, which I love. Uh, I mm-hmm. will never complain about that. 13 out of 30 times. Um, so that's middle of the road. Love Her All I Can, 12 out of 30. Middle of the road. Shock Me is rare, and it should be even rarer because it shouldn't be performed. Um, 7 out of 30. Um, Christine, 16, 11 out of 30. Middle of the road again. So Tears mm-hmm. Are Falling. Oh, it's only its second time on the cruise, but wow. it's on the end of the road tour, so that Surprising. says, yeah. no, but it's got Bruce, so yay, right, there we yeah. go, flip-flop, yeah. flip-flop, and right. same for Heaven's on Fire, uh, that's been performed five times previously. Right. Um, a World Without Heroes, this one shocked me, ah, six out of 30 times. Really? I yeah, it was done more said than that... that yeah. A World Without Heroes would be way more common, but it's usually been in the acoustic sets, which have been uh, more rare. Sure. Um, Hotter Than Hell, 16. That's probably yeah, the, the about... most common song they performed in that set, which mm-hmm. when we're thinking about End of the Road, wow. Uh, I think a lot of people are happy to hear that electrically. That's something that changed things up. Calling Dr. Love eight out of thirty. That's just a throwaway to fill it in with it being Correct. on the end of the road. And she eleven out of thirty possible performances. Mm-hmm. So I think from that perspective, it's a pretty darn good mix. Um, I would probably mm-hmm. have not been very happy while standing there had I been. Be like, I've heard that before. I'd be like one of those grumpy old <laughs> Muppet men. Um, but then after sure. looking at the numbers, which tells me, well, this is the cruise. I'm with uh, a die-hard bunch of lunatics on a boat heading out to sea and the bar is full and i can't drink um it it would have been yeah i would have been happy with that so you know watch the shows as better copies of it come out on youtube now that people are back on on land let's shift straight over to night two of the cruise and this is bruce Kulick's first set um lonnie back to you for your thoughts overall on that set and i haven't done any stats for how often any of those other songs have been performed by him because he's bruce
1: um my thoughts on that i was taken back by what he did i was like wow it's you know really really crazy like opened, like you guys we mentioned at the top of the show with him opening with exciter you know kind of you know he not only carrying the flag for his era of the band but just carrying the flag just for the 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 forgotten area of the band era of the band in general opening with exciter you know, doing a tribute to Eric Carr in the middle of it with Eyes of Love. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Are you serious? You know, and then, you know, and, and Little Caesar and Can You Feel It? And like, real nice tribute to Eric. Again, the forgotten forgotten era of Kiss. And then with the medley of Nowhere the to Run, Tonight You Belong to Me, Naked City, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me? I'm a Legend Tonight. Holy crap. Talk about, you know, um, you know Bob's era of Kiss and then, you know, just... Bob's Era of Kiss and, 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 and Naked City. I mean, just the forgotten era of Kiss with the Unmasked album. Um, I, I thought it was fantastic, you know, and Dreamin' being in there too. You know, Bruce, you know, did, had a lot to do with Psycho Circus, so why not throw that in there? It's a, it's a good song for him to do too. So I really, really fantastic. And, you know, the medley with the, the Asylum. Melody Julian, you had to have been happy with too. It secretly grew all night in Trial by Fire. I'm like long mm. you you wouldn't even dream about hearing, no pun intended, on the on the curve. <laughs> so, um, absolutely fantastic, fantastic all the
0: way. Yeah, um, all three of Bob's songs from Alive 2 are represented. I loved how Eyes of Love and Can You Feel It because I just didn't see those coming. I was absolutely shocked that those were done and also all hell's breaking loose again eric wrote it nice tribute to him but again it's stepping outside his era of the band and not only paying homage to eric but to the unmasked era of band yeah you're right lonnie uh that that asylum medley yeah i was i was happy i i approve i approve but i also like Mm -hmm. that he did dream it of course, Bob did play with Alice, who did I'm 18, who. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It all kind of ties together.
0: Yeah, it, it comes back, and I think he mentioned something about he did do some bass on that album. Uh, he, I don't think he did any lead guitar. So, and whatever. You know, if Bruce wants to play, you know, Tommy's Out of This World, you know, because he <laughs> likes it, he's Bruce. So, we'll give him a lot of latitude. Um, Unholy. You know, again, you've got Bruce. I never saw that tour, so anytime I see Bruce doing revenge stuff or stuff from the albums that I was a fan of, uh, it's a win. So, Ken, what's your take on first night of Bruce?
2: Yeah, it was very interesting first night. Um, yeah, I agree. The you know the Eric Carr medley was really, really surprising, and and you know it was very good. That was cool. A cool thing they did there. Um, uh, and then, yeah, they they covered the, you know, did Asylum Medley, which is nice, you know, cover that. Um, and uh, I was glad to see Exciter. I mean, I love Exciter. So I was like, wow, that's a great opener. You know, that, it's a great album opener, but a great concert opener, too. Um, and then, in, you know, Unholy. Um, and yes, um, representing, you know, side two of uh, Alive 2 or side four that is of a live two um with you know surprisingly did even rocking in the usa which is a (laughs) crazy surprise Um, but definitely larger than life all you know all american man great stuff um and and then the other ones with the you know the nowhere to run like lonnie said uh, that's just all all good stuff um i haven't been able to see all of them yet i've seen the eric Carr medley and And this and that exciter i saw that Uh, but i haven't seen i mean there's so much out there right now i've seen i've been picking and choosing certain songs you know this or that like a song like spit well which is in the next night and we'll get to i guess but um yeah everything i've seen is fantastic and they they play great they just they play so great like they've been playing these songs forever so they were, really they good were job. very
0: very well rehearsed they had everything down pat they were Definitely. ready to go they were ready to rock the boat and uh you know you, nowhere to run in naked city i mean bob hewlett co-wrote naked city so he was yeah. one of the co-writers so nice again yes. to put a, a rare and unusual song and and bruce is bruce is really keeping <laughs> things fresh with these. I want to go back and I'm going to have to do a set list list analysis of all his uh, cruise related performances just to see and represent how much of the catalog he's actually going through because I I think it's impressive and I I want the the facts to back me up on the FAQ. Alright Lonnie let's go indoors for KISS show number one and uh, later on uh, remind me that we should talk about which of these two KISS indoor shows we would have preferred to have been on had we been on the cruise ourselves so lonnie give us your rundown of night one
1: well night one kicks off with psycho circus as we all anticipated it would be in the the theme of the cruise like okay fine i don't necessarily need to hear it we've, we've they've played psycho circus a lot yeah in the last several years um the cruise i was on they opened with psycho circus in the theater and at the time i thought oh wow that's really cool they haven't played that this is 2012. They haven't played that probably since 2004 on Rock the Nation. So it, at the time, I was like, oh, wow, we're pulling that out. That, that's, that's pretty cool, you know. But but we've played Psycho Circus. Since that cruise, they've played Psycho Circus a lot. And I get it. It's the theme of the cruise. Fine. All right. We'll leave that one go. But then they go into the opening chord to take it off. I would have had you to change a right? pant. I would have I would have absolutely lost it as soon as those opening chords hit because I would have known exactly what it was and that's amazing that they did that and it was actually and and paul sounds good on that there's more of a, a speaking type vocal he doesn't do all the frills that it, mm-hmm. that it has on the album but but he does a very good job with it and it sound it sounds actually it actually sounds really good for the way the way they mm-hmm. the way it was done so i it sounded fantastic actually it' was just I, I, I don't know if I really would have cared in the moment how it sounded. Just the fact that they were doing "Take It Off," I would have lost my shit. Um, and then they and there's and there's some there's some good ones in there with "Watching Watching You." "Watching You" is great. Um, I love that song. And I it, mean, it, again, it, it's deep, but it's not too deep. You know, the the diehards know it. Most most people know it, and that's great. You know, they, they maybe don't always get away with playing that in an arena, but you know, we can pull out "Watching You" for the cruise. It's great firehouse okay it's fine um but then she's so european <laughs> seriously you want now and and we'll get into this with them and i'll get into this and we'll get into this later i'm sure with the changes from night one to night two but you can watch the audience in some of these songs and they're kind of dead and they're kind of dead during she's so european if you watch them the audience which is kind of disappointing and i think that's why they didn't play it the next night but then look it up. I don't. I don't need to hear look it up on the cruise. On the cruise, I don't. I don't even know if I need to hear it in an a rain anymore. But but then we are one. The crowd was dead during we are one. If you watch that video, in my opinion, I thought the crowd was dead during we are one. Cold Gin. All right, that's fine. I really need to hear it on the cruise. But then oh, uh, all night. First time live since 1986. You pull that out. That's badass. And then after that, it kind of gets we're back into the end of the road tour set after that. that. <laughs> and we kinda kind of mail it in after that. With I Love It Loud say, yeah, War Machine, Black Diamond, Detroit Red City, Rock Girl, and Roll Night. Kind of mailed in for the last six songs. But the first half of it pretty damn cool. And 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 Julian's right, we're grumpy old men sitting here bitching about. You know something we paid zero dollars for. So mm-hmm. actually, we're not bitching
0: uh, about it. We're just commenting on it. You know, no, with it's just, facts and opinion. We're not. No one's bitching here. You
1: no, know, oh. I, I, I think it's kind of it's kind of mailing it in and kind of lazy the last six of the set list though. When you start it off really strong, then you are just kind of like, ah, end of the road. Let's go. <laughs> just and off we go to the end. So, um, but very very cool. Throwing out she's so European. Take it off. We are one. And watching you, you know, well, that, that's really some really great gems are thrown out for there these people that are that are really paying a lot of money to be there um, and playing those playing those rare songs. because so that's that's what the cruise was built is to be all about, you know, and, and you're playing some some rare gems. So the first half of that set was really, really great.
0: So my guest on part two of this uh, podcast episode who attended the cruise, he was on his first cruise. He was assigned show number one. He gets Mm -hmm. there. um, He asked Sixthman if he could upgrade his seat. They said, sure. So they put him in another seat closer. And uh, then the guy who had that ticket showed up uh, for that seat. So he (laughs) went back to them and said, hey, you've double, you know, put us in the same seat. Uh, Can you do something? He was afraid he was going to end up at the back. Uh, Uh They put him in the pit. First time cruiser ends up in the pit for this show. So and and someone else has posted on the board this afternoon um, that they were on the cruise as well, and uh, from his cabin he could hear. uh, I assume it's a he. Pardon me. um, Could hear them rehearsing "She's So European" and some of these songs. So they they did work on it uh, prior to the show as well. So Ken, what's your take on this?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Um, you know it's a cool set. I thought. I mean. Between this set and then the, the next night's set, I mean, there's is a little give and take, little slight changes here and there. I like them both in their own way. Uh, I do agree, though, even though I like She So the European, it kind of just changed the whole tone. I mean, it's just a different type song than than the the groove of the other songs that they play. So yeah, there was kind of a a mellower. It's not a headbanger kind of thing. So it's mellower. Uh, same goes with uh, We Are One. You know, it's just, it's more poppy kind of stuff. And, and that's the crowd is kind of in that. Well, I, though, I think they enjoyed, they were happy that, obviously, that, you know, that they pulled those songs out. Um, and, and, you know, Firehouse, I, I love Firehouse anytime they play that. I, I've always liked that song. Um, and like Lonnie said, Take It Off was a, a big surprise. Um, you know, I got to see that live, of course, back when I get back. But, yeah. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> that's sorry. I just had to throw it in there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but watching you now, watching you, uh, that's, a, I love that song. Okay. And, and Gene did a great job and he, he did the scream on that, uh, which I was like, oh, is he going to, you know, I thought he's not going to do it and he did it. I was like, oh, all right. You know, it was, it was awesome. So yeah, great, great set of, you know, great set. Um, yeah. They, they could have gone away from that those last what six or seven songs that kind of are all uh end of the road stuff um they could have maybe inserted other songs here and there um maybe alternated you know maybe split like three of it. played maybe three different songs in that last group but whatever um it's still it was still pretty good
0: yeah, so I'd like to give another shout out to uh, Desk Chicken who was updating during the show the set list that both Jason Kiss My Wax and I were putting on our sites respectively for other people to to enjoy. Thank you for you know for, for the information from the crews while, while you're watching the show. Or um, again, very much appreciated. So w- we've said this point before. We're supposed to love these songs. But on this set, Lonnie nailed it, pacing, especially in the second half Mm. of the set, where it's all stuff that's being done on the KISS cruise. Yeah, I'm sorry, on um, End of the Road. 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 Uh, So it's too common, you know, even for the KISS cruise, say, yeah, Paul Stanley has decided that that is a classic.
1: Oh, Um, for sure. Rock and roll all
0: night, none of us are going to complain about, because that's just going to get played. Obviously. Um, And that's perfectly fine. But Detroit, Black Diamond, War Machine, say yeah, I love it loud, Cold Gin, lick it up. Um, For fuck's sake. That's that's all currently on tour there's nothing special or exceptional about that yes sprinkle in a few standards because no one expects you to do 15 complete obscurities that's just not realistic expectations but it felt that the balance was off um opening with psycho circus fine great again lonnie said it it's the theme of the the cruise take it off i would have had the same response as lonnie you know that that's two times out of 30 possible maximum performances it was done at most shows I'm Just, I've just ruined the second show for you if you were wondering yeah. um, you know it hasn't been done since 1995 that is a win but where that's i talking about where the hell was Bruce Kulick? why was he not invited up on stage That, uh, that I know they had him out for the sail away but this is revenge era and it just felt like one of those opportunities with them in makeup to have an un, a non original member join them. It would have been that moment. Um, but it is, it's is—it's neither here nor there. Because again, it's so great to see that back in the set, that it was uh, an absolute win. Um, you both nailed it on watching you. Totally agree. I would have been thrilled with watching mm-hmm. you. May not have been deuce, but you know what? We get to shine sometimes. Take it. Um, she's so European. Yeah, I would have absolutely dropped. I think the dead crowd point that Ken makes would not have been the case had it been an international cruise. And if you'd had the mm-hmm. South Americans there, it's going to be crazy no matter what. That is just DNA. If you'd had the Europeans there, uh, more of them, and some of them more did of them. make it through border, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and to be able to attend. But I think if it had been a more representative crowd for and the Aussies sorry I nearly forgot you lot as well you know if you'd had the full family together then all those crazy uncles and aunts would have been going nuts with She's So European and the Americans or maybe the crowd the the majority of the crowd who were there would have gotten a natural high and gotten with it and you know again it's one of those things that I think was affected by how this cruise was by necessity we are one wow i would have flipped out of that i would have been thrilled to hear it i would have had the same opinion there as i have now that i think that is a better song for an acoustic format and yeah. hopefully that will get that treatment um that they'll see a positive response to it and say it's actually a nice song to do it is a very good song and it's a very one of those cheesy kissy songs you know mm-hmm. kumbaya mm-hmm. kiss style so uh, all night again, I would have had kittens but um, <laughs> Bruce did it the night before so you got his guitar they did it that nice they did a good job of it uh, again an opportunity for an unoriginal member to join them in makeup hmm? or them in makeup I'm not suggesting Bruce put on any but yeah. overall I think the four rare songs make it a great set make it interesting so a um, bit weird Stage was, staging Lonnie what did you think about the stage
1: Kind of bland, you know, nothing. Then it didn't like shock me or anything like that. I mean, it was fine, but I mean, I, th- I thought maybe it would have more of a cycle circus type feel to it than what it did. Not even any curtains, like right. I, I, that's the theme of the that's the theme of the, yeah. the of the cruise. I thought we would, I thought we would have more of the, of the curtains type deal, you know, and playing we are one. Well, that's cool because it's a cycle circus type th- type cruise, but. I thought I thought maybe we have a we pull out something else from Psycho Circus 2, even but you know that, well, that's fine. The God, finest. they didn't pull out with it. No, thank God they didn't pull out with or anything like that or you wanted the best or some nonsense like that. But the, the stage no very bland. I thought I thought would have more of a Psycho Circus type feel to it. And it was just kind of just kind of there. wasn't anything to get excited about.
0: Yeah, the, theme and name only, Ken.
2: Yeah, the i didn't you know how bad it was the stage was is i didn't even notice it yeah there, there was it was just it just is nothing there to you know uh catch my eye on, say, like the tank or something like that you know when they did that mini tank thing and that was cool and so on yeah mm-hmm. um and and just going back to the the the, the list here, the, the set I mean, yeah, it's, it's sequencing too, could have improved some of those mellower points um, putting them in a different area or putting the Psycho Circus together, just put those two songs together in, in a row and just get it over with like, okay, we're going to do the Psycho Circus, here it is and then go on, but I don't know how much it helped really because um, those are songs that are just so different but uh, yeah, the stage again yeah it, it, they really they really missed the boat on that
0: one. So. Yeah, maybe some of that's been impacted by supply chain issues as well. So it, it is sure. what it is. I got the a psych,
2: middle... the circus curtain stuck in the middle of the ocean on a. Yeah. On a boat <laughs> whatever. Still, still outside of <laughs> it's LA. Still in transit.
0: With all, with all our Christmas shit. So. not made it there to Miami. Yeah. yeah um yeah i i I just thought the stage meh whatever but they were doing some good stuff it it got a very little taste of uh, wasp electric circus vibe on that drum riser and that was about it and you know whatever let's go back indoors next night kulik's second set and he's graduated to the big boy room he's playing in the same theater the stardust theater um Ken, you start us off. Go run through that set. I'm, I'm letting you go first because I know how I much
2: saw money. most of those. I like or it. yeah, I, the, it was a really great set. Um, you know, with the, again leading with Exciter and and then Unholy, um, Tears are falling. Who wants to be lonely? Um, yeah, it just and Thou shalt not, um, shalt not, man. Uh, always love to hear that one, and that they did that one, you know, fantastic. I was surprised by uh, them pulling out Radar for Love um, with Making Love <laughs> right <laughs> together. It's got interesting. Um, it was kind of, it's not one of my favorite Kiss songs, Radar for Love, but you know, hey, it's it's good no, you, to hear you were it waiting we for the it. next two, weren't you? oh well yeah that was a, even though know, kind of more surprising you know let's put the x and sex and you make me rock card yeah hard. Uh, you know, you're making me rock hard I, I I'm really surprised they even did that one you know I was not too uh, you know excited about that one let's put the x and sex fine it's okay uh, I don't like to hear it that much it's kind of you know, it, it was always you know cheesy back then um, but you know hey it's it's interesting to hear them uh you know pull it out and and, and do it so it, it was they did a great job on it i had no problem with that and then dom yeah domino uh great i'm um, always good to hear that one they got eric on the drums so there's somebody you know came uh, and and played on the drums who actually played on the drums on the album um and uh i haven't seen some of these other ones like uh, i i you know they put jungle next, uh, and I, I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't seen the video for that, but I did see all, the next one after that, all Hills breaking loose, uh, which was fantastic. Um, I love that song, and they did a, another stellar job on that one. Um, and I know they did what forever, car jam. These are these are ones I have not seen yet, but I'm looking forward to listening to definitely car jam paralyzed and i just wanna i mean it's representing a lot of uh revenge there for lonnie on this on this set list here and and i did watch the spit video i was like man that's great that they did that i mean there's a lot of people that don't like that but i love that song i think it's great and uh you know they they stuck to it and did it great job and surprising uh that um Bruce went right into the Star, Spang- you know, Star Spangled Banner. It pretty much did the whole thing, right? The whole Star Spangled Banner on that. So I saw a lot of it. It's really good. They did a great job. I think I like that set better than their first set. Um, it's just more, more rocking and, and the straight ahead, more and revenge-y. a lot of yeah, edgy. a lot of good good stuff. Real good
1: stuff. All right, Lonnie. Well, can't <laughs> hit it on the head with a lot of good stuff, in it? Because there's seven (laughs) of the 13 songs on Revenge, there's seven of them represented in Bruce's list. plus Star Spangled Banner from the Revenge tour. Pretty impressive. I mean, good lord, could he? I mean, he might as well just had Eric just sit up there the whole time with him. They just played the Revenge (laughs) album for that matter. Yeah. With as much as they played it, I mean, I mean, they don't play guy Gave Rock and Roll to You," which he played the night before off, which he played the night before or two nights before off revenge But playing thou shall not and paralyzed i just wanna spit i mean just he's just pulling them out song after song of revenge i i don't know what i would have done right <laughs> that's just, it would have been, <laughs> been messy it would have been messy or you're 100 correct um that's just fantastic and then and, and then in the middle of it playing let's put the x and sex and you make me rock hard I know we always make fun of those songs on the show. That oh, they're cheesy, and, and yeah, they are. But just to pull those out and play those on a Kiss crew surrounded by just diehard Kiss fans—like, I mean, that's as 80s Kiss as it gets, as those two songs. And, yeah. and that's what Bruce is waving the banner for. So that I think that's—I think that's great too. I mean, and let's be honest: how many people bought Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits? A lot of people bought Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. And that's why they started pulling out those classic songs on the Hot in the Shade tour because oh, people still like our old songs. So a lot of people bought Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, especially the people there. Mm-hmm. So why not pull out those songs? So and then you know and then still cut and still representing his era of the band with, with Jungle as well. Yeah. That that that's that set list at second night this is about as 80s, early 90s as you could possibly get. I mean. He paid his tribute to his brother the night before, paid his tribute to Eric Carr, you know, the previous performance as well. And he's just like, all right, now it's now it's my turn to show what, what my era of KISS was all about. And he just plays the classics from his era. And man, I would, it, it, it'll never happen because the draw for isn't and the demand for it isn't there. But how cool would it be to see Bruce take like that kind of show on the road? I mean, that would just be amazing. Mm-hmm. But... Not gonna, but he's not going to do it because, well, that's part of the lore. That's become that has become part of the lore to go on the Kiss Cruises. is you're going to get a Bruce Kulik set list like this.
0: Yeah, and how I, I don't see how he tops this set. Uh-huh. I, again, I think the seven from Revenge yeah. is a win, uh, absolutely. Even Spit, because it's unusual, and he he's just you know car jammed to paralyzed. Wow. Just wow. And come on, <laughs> let's put the X and you make me rock hard with no synth, no softened, you know, performed live by yeah. a band are different creatures. Uh, Eric joining on Domino. Fantastic. Eric hops up behind the kit and plays the hell out of it. Gets off stage and the band continues. No fuss. Just gets up there. Does his thing. Does a great job. Jungle. Where else are you going to hear that? Unless Bruce does it. Uh, again, mm-hmm. two more songs from, um, asylum for me. Um, yeah just wow it, it just the wow factor and closing it with what closed the as lonnie said you know the revenge tour he'd always finish the sets with the star-spangled banner i mean that's just pure hendrix that's patriotism that's hendrix that's everything <laughs> that's just fun you know and it's really i on a cruise that is primarily american customers it's appropriate and uh, you know mm-hmm. what anyone who likes Kiss isn't going to be offended by it anyway, or they can walk the plank. No. So, uh,
1: just, <laughs> John to, Live 3.
0: yeah, it's awesome. So I, I just think he, again, his selection of songs, the little making love tag and radar for love, you know, maybe, maybe that's a little message that it's not just Zeppelin. It's so, oh, uh, sorry, three more songs from, uh, asylum that night, you know, Maybe it's not mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, barring other things here, some other influences that Bruce sees in it. Who knows? It, it doesn't matter. Again, opening up with that one-two punch of Exciter and Unholy. Wow. One end of the Unmaster to the other with Jungle in there. Just uh, yeah. Bruce. It, it just they deliver it. And that band, Brent Fitz Great. on drums, Great band. Todd Kearns yeah. on, what was he playing this time? Bass. Uh, no, like he was on the band.
1: Almost. Yeah, Todd
0: was on guitar and lead vocals, and Zach Throne was on bass and lead vocals as well. So he had two different types of voices to, you know, help out with the Gene versus Paul material, you yeah. know. So great. All right, Lonnie, into the second
1: Indoor Kiss show. Mm, the second Indoor Kiss show. Looks a lot like End of the Road Kiss show, but... <laughs> I mean a whole lot like End of the Road Kids show. So we, we keep take it off in there, which is which is great. I mean I I would imagine they got a great response On that song. That that song stays in there. But that's the one and, and they keep watching you in there, which I think is great as well. Mm-hmm. But she's so European, we are one, uh, all night, all three gone for the second show very surprising that you would work through those songs and get them ready for performance only to play them one time and not play them for the second night. Um, and they're replaced by All The Way, which I love All The this Way. I think, that, I think yeah. that's great. Not, and Making Love. Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, it looks like from, you know, up in the gallery perspective that well, we went away from we went away from the psycho circus and unmasked and asylum stuff, a little you know a little bit lesser known un you know no makeup stuff. Well, we're gonna replace them with making love and all the way stuff off those original core six albums, just playing it safe more than anything else. Um, and, and let me go and let me go rock and roll again. Original core album, playing it safe. It was one of the replacement songs that night too. I I would have been disappointed. Um, when I went on my cruise, people said, "Oh, go to." the, And I've heard people since then say, "Oh, go to the second night. Go to the second night. They're more loose on the second night, and they 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 try just different things on the second night. They're a little more loose, and they're, they're you know, it's a, you usually get a better set." that was not the case this time um well and they, they, they've done all the way on the cruise before and i like all the way don't get me wrong um but outside of taking off and all the way and watching you it's it's end of the road set lesson i guess well at least it wasn't the rehearsal <laughs> that's what you cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I agree and disagree. I'm, I'm really glad that they kept Take It Off. I think that's a winner. Um, w- without a doubt, I think it was also one of the best performed of those four songs that they did the first night. She's So European was pretty dodgy, to be perfectly honest, in parts. Yeah. Um, Gene can't quite, it seems he can't quite get his tongue around those lyrics and coming in all in the wrong places uh, several times and maybe they just felt we want to have a better quality song in there. All the way I would have been happy with. That's, you know, 8 eight out of 30 performances on the cruise. It's not as common as it seems. And I think going back to Hotter Than Hell and a couple of, well, a couple of songs from Hotter Than Hell, ultimately mm-hmm. if we go back to the point of we're all KISS fans who are supposed to love these songs, who wouldn't be thrilled to hear Let Me Go Rock and Roll? I certainly would. Uh, but in comparing it to the night before i would be saying that's not a deep cut in comparison well let me go it's only been done six times on the kiss cruise previously so hmm. on the cruise it technically but it's is lot the but it's still been done a lot over the past 20 years
2: tours
0: yeah uh, during regular tours and a lot of people who go on the cruise will have attended also watching you glad that stayed firehouse glad that stayed to be honest um making love my notes here say congratulations in the age of council kiss has uh, given a finger like mm-hmm. the statue of liberty on the revenge tour to council culture by performing both christine 16 and making love two mm-hmm. songs in the catalog that right. have been called out for <laughs> inappropriate lyrics and you know what
2: hoorah okay. they're great yeah, songs
0: yeah. <laughs> great great so i always loved God. making love that was one of the songs on rock and roll over <laughs> that I just found absolutely flawless for the attitude and performance so I dig it I'd be happy like I said I, I dig all the way um, but the rest of it is just phoned in again it's all end of the road so while I do like those songs War Machine I what, lick it up please no no <laughs> no no more um, let's ask the question night one or night two I think Lonnie made it pretty clear night one Ken
2: yeah yeah one one I mean uh I have to agree that there's a lot of uh I mean let me go like you said let me go rock and roll I mean it's not played currently uh, on this this last um go round right now I think um but uh it's been played on every tour and then said last 10 years, I think Or more, I don't know uh, I, have, I have to go back and look But it's 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 been played and played and played um, But yeah, you know, watching you You talked about watching you And and all the way um, Those are, are just fantastic songs That I always love So I'm not mad about that Make it love um, Yeah, I mean they hardly do that ever, mm-hmm. um, anywhere. So I'm, I'm glad to see that something <laughs> off a of rock and roll over, um, getting, getting in there. Um, and, and, and you know, that's, I think that's the only song they got on there for rock and roll over, at least on that night. So yeah. And firehouse can't go wrong. Classic. Love it from the first album. So, but again, yeah, the first, the first night, um, is a little bit more, uh, I, don't know if I say uh, risky or not risky, but, you know, exploring the, the old stuff a little bit more and just going and, and doing it and trying to give the crowd, um, the KISS fans something that they've you know, never heard before live. So, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a little bit better first night.
0: Yeah, it's more in keeping with the purpose of the cruise, which Paul Stanley has set on stage, and you can go back and watch some yeah. of the old, you know, cruise videos, which are all up on YouTube. Uh, you know, saying that this is the time we dig out the rare songs for the crowd because this is the diehards, this is the people who are willing to drop Big a substantial couple. amount of coin with travel, except for those who live in Miami. Mm. You know, to get mm. on that yeah. boat. So I, I think it's less. I can. I think we've talked about it previously for My Kiss Cruise 8 experience where they basically rehearsed the end of the 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 road set, set. that that I can talk my way around that boring set, uh, in that I love all the songs that they performed, and they may have had the idea, well here we're giving you a a, a taste of what the set's going to be on the end of the road, because many of you live far away and we won't be reaching you for quite a while, so here's your sneak peek of it, so I I can work it around logically in my head um, for that, but for this, this second night I I have difficulty with, especially if I was a paying customer on that who went to night two and compared it with night one, especially with some of those points that we did. However, that said, I think any of the people who went on the cruise and those of us uh, sitting in our armchairs could be happy that the cruise happened. Nothing is still certain. And by all accounts, it went very smoothly. I haven't heard any nightmare stories yet out of it. It seemed that the check-in process and everything was a, a very stringent and exactly as anyone would hope, and I say it on the show, the second part of this show, at some point we have to start living again and trust, you know, things to work yeah. as we hope that they will because we can't stay in that protective bubble forever. Once you got on the cruise, it was a mask-free zone. Some people opted to continue uh, depending on their circumstances, and some, you know, most did not. Um, and that's all fine, personal choice and all that. But, you know, we got to live again. We have got to be able to enjoy these things. So I'm hoping that for the next cruise, I mean, Lonnie, they're sailing out of LA. And and for you, I mean, what do you guys think of that big change and going to Mexico? Lonnie? Lonnie. I put him on the spot
2: and he's frozen. He's frozen. So I'll take over. (laughs) So so, uh, where are they going in Mexico on this? They're leaving out of LA. Where are they going to Mexico? Do you know?
0: I didn't pay any attention whatsoever. What I don't know. I, I don't know. Th- I don't know if they even,
2: I, I think Cabo San it. Lucas Cabo or something. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm very interested now <laughs> more than probably I, I've been, um, with it being much closer, you know, it's just Southern California. So, um, this time I, I may splurge, take the splurge or take the, what everyone call it and, and, uh, go for it. Um, uh, you know i i yeah I, I'm, I think it's gonna be pretty cool and, and he mentioned something uh paul mentioned something and i don't know if it means something about any any way but he said something about the kiss cruise being the last kiss show or something like that uh i i'm not sure if he let something slip or not um which i would think would be the year after or like 2023 though in another area he said something about they're going to just keep doing them anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's
0: already been kind of broached. kissless cruise, you
2: know, still. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's a good idea to do it from uh, the the other side, you know, the, the West coast and it it allows some other different uh, people, you know, that are closer uh, to attend. Or you know I'm yeah, sure be the
0: Australians 19 hour flight to 15 hours
2: yes yeah, 4 hours so <laughs> yeah I mean there'll be something like that I mean uh, I would expect a lot you know some more uh, you know some from a- more Asia or something like that maybe but who knows um, I-, I think it's it's about time they, they tried from s- some other you know area to, to depart from
0: yeah, so I, I looked it up. It is Cabo San Lucas and Ensenada, not, neither of which I'm familiar with, not having been to Mexico. So,
2: yeah, that should be good.
0: Yeah, Lonnie, what's your take on it? You froze up, so welcome
1: back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's great. I think it's I think it's fine. You know, they've done um, nine of the ten out of Miami, so they did one out of New Orleans, so why not switch it up a little bit and go to the other side of Mexico and Cabo San Lucas? mean I'm sure the band probably likes it better that they don't have to fly to Miami that they can basically roll out of get on a boat, the, drive to the port and go. So I'm I'm sure the band is pro pro that. So I know, the, the, I, I think that's great. Try something, and I I think the pe- the patrons going on the Kiss cruise. Well, you know maybe I get tired of going to Miami every single year. You know, right. let's, let's go to LA and do let's try something a little bit different. It's like chasing the dragon almost doing the same thing every year.
0: Yeah, there's a hell of a lot more KISS-related sites to go and see in Los Angeles. The the Hollywood Walk of Fame, or whatever it's called. Uh, the studios where they recorded uh, mm-hmm. various albums. Go see Gene Simmons' house, which he doesn't live in any longer. Leave Gene's current property alone. And his About friends. a new one, or- yeah. Yeah, yep. Rainbow Bar and Grill. Yeah, yeah. you know, yep. <laughs>
1: Sunset. Yeah, and, the, the yeah the Roxy, that Rock Walk right there with the handprints with with kisses in there. You know, sure. there' there's cool things for people to do there. So why not?
0: it is in california and hopefully we're not on fire at this time next year but uh you know i think it, i think done. it's a great way to, to shake it up uh just quickly before we wrap up some of the other highlights on the cruise were some of the opening bands that are historically opened for kiss uh previously so black and blue of course tommy's previous band or one of his previous bands opened up in uh, a couple of times 85 86 and then uh queen's for them in 84 mm-hmm. uh, and the other one god who is it Oh, Skid Row's opened for them previously, though uh, again Sebastian didn't make the boat. And then wasn't there a third?
2: A third? Was Night Ranger one? Did Night, they open? Thank you, Night Ranger. Very open
0: good. F- on the Creatures tour, Bay Area tour. band. Yeah. So, uh, so Ken, um, you know, and the Talisman, who of course were Gene Simmons' oh, yeah. backing band on his solo tour. So a lot of Kiss-related stuff on this in terms of their content. Is there any one of these bands opening that you would have loved to have seen, Lonnie?
1: I love Night Ranger. I think that would have been fun. And yeah. you know, I'm a decent Queensryche fan too, but Night Ranger above above all of them I think would would be the one that would would lure me more than
0: anything. Nice. Yeah, I like a bit of Queensryche, but I only really know the hits like Jet City yeah. Woman, and Queensrÿch Empire, Silent Lucidity,
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I saw I saw open for Kiss. <laughs> i have to throw that it's out D. D. <laughs> D. i think that i think that was the uh where was that one well, they you I didn't see night open. ranger
0: open for them did you because you got
2: crew i didn't i did not i did not see night ranger open for kiss so uh i would have liked to have seen night ranger um i love their first album you know I uh, pretty much in the second album, you know they, some other stuff they have but their first album is just the whole thing is just fantastic uh, so if they played any of that, I would have I've loved it. I know they're a good band. They've been around a long time, and they're yeah they're a Bay Area band. I'm surprised I haven't seen them. They've been they've, they've showed up at uh, what do you want to call it uh, county fairs and things like that recently. And I say oh I, I I need to go you know check them out, but I never never make it. So
0: yeah, I would have loved to see Night Ranger that first album. Uh, is
2: fantastic
0: absolutely Mm -hmm.
2: fantastic
0: yeah so um, really good band queen track yeah i would i would have gone and seen It's not with jeff tate um but uh, what's his name todd latore um you know i would have i would have brought him a microphone to help him with his load in um so so that's it that's some some viewpoints from the balcony uh let's go back to that question which is the best set performed uh, on the, the cruise out of the ones that we've discussed today. Um, who who wins the cruise, Lonnie? First,
1: First Kulik Kool- night, too. Come on, now.
0: That's slam dunk. I'm, I'm slam like dunk. Lonnie's <laughs> yeah. giving you the look. Well, what are you saying? I, I, I don't mean
1: scrolls. to on your own show, Julian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not mine, ours. Um, Ken, what about you? Yeah. What's, the, yeah. what's the MVP I, show?
2: Yeah, it's 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 the Kulik band on the second Second night. Um, I mean, they could have called this uh, the, call revenge. Revenge, or, revenge at sea. or Revenge, like that, revenge you know. on the sea. Pirate, pirate, Kulik. pirate themed, you know, and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. I mean, they should have with the amount of songs they played. Uh, with call revenge. Chris Cruz eleven that, and I'll go. So, but yeah, I mean, Kiss. I mean, Kulik set night two, and uh, Kisses Electric night one. You know. I like both of them, but, yeah, the Kulik pulled out all the stops. then.
0: So. Thus the voice of reason speaketh, so I must agree. I'm with the guys on this one. Kulik Night 2 is is the winner by far, but A for effort on digging four real gems out in that first set, but other than that, it's pretty saccharine um, as much as, again, I love all those songs. I I would have been thrilled with night one, but Bruce really wins it. So, Bruce, this Kiss Cruise 11 or 10, whatever it is, will forever be known as Kulik's Revenge on the Seas Cruise.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Revenge on the Seas.
0: All right, that's it. Let (laughs) us know your thoughts. What were your favorite sets or songs performed? Um, What were the missed opportunities? We haven't discussed that aspect of it. You know, should Mm. Gene have been down with his former backing brand to do some uh, songs? Uh, Tommy did join Black and Blue for a song, or uh, I think a song, uh, during one of their sets. But uh, again, Gene and Paul could easily have joined the Kulik. Boys or the mob, as they're known, during one of those sets for a song, or did they, or is keeping it separate, keep it separated? Offspring, Um, (laughs) is that a better thing for it to be kept separate and them to do it the way that they did? So. Chime in with your thoughts. What did we get right, in your opinion? What did we get wrong? Um, But anyway, for now, from Lonnie, from Ken and myself, thanks for listening. Tune in to part two, where I've got a guest from the FAQ message board who was there giving his opinions on his first ever KISS cruise. So for now, from us all, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds.